Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Are we live, Lauren? We are live with the Gross Anatomy podcast where we explore the sights, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it pertains to pop culture, meaning books, movies, TV, and the world around us. And now I'm Dr. Jason Cohen. And wow. I'm Lauren Taylor. And I'm interested, it looks like you have a love actually sign in the back in your background. Is that a poster? Love actually live? Um, interesting you say that. Um no, it's it's um it's on broad it's on not Broadway, it's at the Wallace, but so it's a it's a little you know postcard about it. Yeah, I'm very impressed with my eyesight. So good. Yeah, that is pretty good. And I would want to see it, but I I don't that's why I have it here to kind of remember maybe I'd go see it. But unfortunately, I, I think I've told you, or maybe I haven't, my my family's not that into theater. I, I think we discussed it. But it's, is that like their favorite? I know you're Jewish, but do you guys have a favorite Christmas movie anyways? What do you mean? What do you mean I'm Jewish? What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you I mean? mean Unfortunately, there's mean, not enough movies about Hanukkah. We've talked about that before. But do you guys watch Christmas movies or no? As a family, do we watch Christmas movies? Mm-hmm. I, we've seen Love Actually. That's a fun movie and we like it. Okay. But like, do we sit around and watch It's a Wonderful Life and all those things? No. Um, no, we don't. Okay. Uh, I did as a kid, not with my parents, but I did just because I love the old movies and the black and whites and Jimmy Stewart and and all of that and Bing Crosby and, and Gene Kelly. So I, I watched all those movies, but my kids aren't as into that cheesy stuff as I am. So, so not really. And now that it's past your birthday, you can't like convince them to do it for your birthday. Although they know that we have to see West side story. Unfortunately, we were away for my birthday weekend when I thought we were going to do it. Or fortunately, it was actually a lovely weekend. Um, so, but now I'm on call this week, so can't do it this week. So hopefully next week, uh, my kids will be willing to go with me. And so far they've said they are, and they'll be off from school. So maybe one evening we'll go next week to see it. That's, that's my hope. You need to, because it's getting good reviews, but apparently people aren't going to see it. So that's not great. I mean, Spielberg obviously creates hits. He's not worried about it, but. I People think if you want more movies it. created like this, you got to go see it. All right. People aren't going to see it, you think, because of COVID or? I'm not sure. I'm like, are people just not into musicals? Like you're saying your kids aren't into them. Although Ansel Elsgort, you know, that they like. So that's the reason they'd see it, because they like the actor. I don't. Do I know him from anything? I mean, I know yeah, that name. Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, I did see that one. And he was also in, was it The Hunger Games or Divergent? He played... It wasn't Hunger Games, so I've seen that a lot, unless he was a big Oh, Divergent. Brother. He played her brother, I think, in Divergent, if it's, who I, if it's what I think, yeah. Okay. But he's been in a lot of other stuff, too. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a good birthday weekend. Thank you. Yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice surprise of a weekend. So I... And you're, wait a minute, you're just, <laughs> like, traveling the country now. You're, you're in a new, a new state, aren't you? I am, and hopefully our audience can't hear the background noise, because I am... Um, living the big city life in Washington, D.C. I'm in an apartment right now. You're in the 51st state, aren't you? Yes, I'm here. (laughs) Nice. Well, I wanted to talk to you briefly about the Times person of the year, which was Elon Musk. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I thought it wasn't me. No. And 
I mean, I know he's not. He's not. Wait, 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 wait. They actually called and asked if if I would be willing to be it, and I said, you know what, Elon, he's he's give it. I feel bad for him, so give it to him. I I mean, I don't even know why he's a controversial figure. I I admire him. So what? I don't know if I'm going to get hate for that, but I think he's great. What do you mean you don't know why he's controversial? He's controversial because he shows up like on on. Uh, I love the guy too, but he's controversial. A, because people want to hate, especially someone who's super successful. Yeah. But B, he, have you ever seen him like in some of those interviews? Either A, he'll show up high or B, he'll just like verbally like insult, uh, obviously verbally, he'll insult the interviewer being like, these are the dumbest questions I've ever heard. You're an idiot. You're a moron. And and they were. So I, I don't blame him for doing that. But maybe I do. You know, so. Yeah, I think I mean, that's why that's why he's controversial. I think. All yeah, those- I, I mean, and I have not read all of his tweets, so I'm sure if someone showed me something he did, I'd probably think, oh, yeah, I guess I could see why that's offensive. But everything I've read about him, I either makes me laugh or it makes me like him more. So I don't know. And like also um, they say he's not paying taxes. He's always a scapegoat, I feel like, for, you know, for we're not talking politics, but for certain people, they're always like, well, he he's the scapegoat for everything. I feel like he, right. he doesn't pay enough in taxes, but next year he's going to be paying seven billion dollars in taxes, which will be the highest any American has ever paid any person. I mean, he's not originally from America, but he's, Amer- you know, he's going to pay those taxes. Yeah, no. And I like him, too. And I, and I think he's clearly a genius and he's definitely interested in helping the planet and helping people and. And whether it's science, it's all related to science. You know, he's he's all for the environment and all for the planet and all for making this world a better place. And, and you know, he's certainly eccentric um, and he's a genius. And, and uh, I think that's why he is the way he is. Yeah. And I mean, they put it quite simply. It's just like because of cars and Mars, which is just like cool. I wish we had more innovative people. Maybe then uh, we could spread the wealth and people would be less angry or something. Right. And I, frankly, I think people are jealous. I'm jealous, you know, which it's, it's okay to, to feel that way, but I don't know if we need to take them down. Right. So I thought it was cool that he was named times person of the year. Um, yeah. I, I was actually surprised he wasn't named it before, but. It's um, a good point. I never saw the, I wanted to, and I, and I paid attention to it when it was happening when he was a guest on Saturday Night Live. Did you? I didn't watch that episode either and yeah. should have. I get a little nervous sometimes for people. You know, like when you're watching people like you like live. Right, right. But I didn't see it. So hopefully he did well. Yeah. But they also have Time's Heroes of the Year. And that's where the doctors come in. And they also asked me to, to be <laughs> one of those. And I said, no, no, there are other, there are other people too. Yeah, I mean, I think... It goes without saying, I don't know if last year they did Heroes of the Year. I couldn't find out, but I feel like there were like doctors and nurses. Everyone on the front line was basically, you know, a hero of last year. And this year, no difference. You guys all should be frontline workers are heroes of the year. But they specifically called out um, the four people that worked um, on the vaccine for exposing their inner workings of how the viruses survive and thrive and it's what made the covid vaccines possible i don't know if you want me to read their names i'm gonna yeah let's hear let's hear the names (laughs) kazmika corbett barney graham caitlin carico and drew wiseman and another thing that i thought was interesting one of um the doctors said dr corbett says um she kind of agreed with you and saying that 
they should have spoken about the vaccines better. Like she said, she admits that scientists themselves could have better communicated that um, the fact that they've been working on the vaccine for a long time, like mRNA, they, they, it didn't happen overnight. And there was so much confidence in that, in the way that they said the vaccines are ready, but it's because they had like, the, especially these four people have been preparing it for years and they just didn't communicate that well. And so people thought it was just like, well, I can't trust this thing that's been made in like a month. And it's like, it wasn't that simple. And they should have explained that better is what she was saying. Yeah. I, I still think the scientists and the media are failing the world in, in not doing a better job at addressing all of the, all of the conspiracy theorists and addressing all of the, the controversy, because if they truly have the information, what, they could easily go in, you know, individual issue by issue and say, no, we had this for this long and have been working on it and da da da. I, I wish they would. I, I don't know. I don't know why they don't. It, it bothers me. And I think if it bothers me, it, it bothers and must bother people even more thinking that there's a cover up. And, and, right. and well, I don't think there's a cover up. I just think they're doing a bad job. Yes. And I guess that's what she was saying is like, so specifically, like one of these scientists had been working on this for like 20 years, like just how to make vaccines faster and like what to do. But none of that really like came across. It came across as like, we just made this thing, put it in your arm. And like people got right. scared. Right. But if like, I mean, I'm sure she did do interviews and stuff. And like this team did interviews. But if I just feel like they should have been more front and center than just like Dr. Fauci, you know, like it should have. Yeah. They should have really explained like this has been like my whole life's work. I guarantee you I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's too much like a paternalistic, old fashioned Trust the doctor. If the doctor says it, you need to do it. It's right, kind of right. the way they're approaching it rather than the way the world is today. They're not like that. Right. When, you go, when someone comes to me, they've read everything. They've they've looked at the pros and the cons and researched. I, I, I think the media and scientists are forgetting the world we live in today. And it's a problem. They are. And I didn't know this fact. I mean, I guess I just missed it maybe in my research for COVID, but it says the fastest early any earlier vaccine had been developed was four years and that was for the mumps in the 1960s. So people collectively had just not seen something work this fast. Right. And obviously people were skeptical, but it's been a good thing. I don't know. I got my booster. I feel, I feel better with it. You look better with it. (laughs) Especially now that I'm in the big city, but so those, those scientists were recognized as heroes Times Heroes of the Year. I did find two other doctors that were on the list of Times People of the Year. Cool. In 2014, Ebola fighters were People of the Year. In 1996, David Ho, Dr. David Ho, was named Man of the Year because previously they had Man and Woman of the Year um, until 1999. But he was named Man of the Year in 1996 for his AIDS research. Mm. Very and cool. Do you know who the first Times Person of the Year was? In 1927, the first year yeah. they ever did it? Who? Yeah. Jason Cohen. <laughs> they knew, they foreshadowed the whole thing. No, 1927, 1927. Was it a president? No, it was a, a pilot. Chuck, no. Charles Lindbergh. Ah. The first guy to cross the transatlantic solo. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, another guy that, you know, was responsible for flight. 
Um, but I was reading about that because I remember like his, the Lindbergh baby, right? Like was kidnapped. And that was like the crime of the year. And so I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole. They killed that baby. I thought he like was found. I remember that being like a thing. The baby like, was murdered? Yes. He was only like a year and eight months or something. So that's why it was a crime of the century. Like I didn't know. I thought they found him. Wow. I didn't, I, I didn't even remember that story. So. Yeah, so he was like Times Person of the Year 1927, and like five years later, baby was kidnapped and killed. Wow, that's horrible. Yeah, so that's a little tidbit from the rabbit hole I went down today. A little darkness. Yeah, that's a that's an evil rabbit hole. Yes. Um, what else can I tell you? But the, yeah, I just thought you would think it was cool the heroes of the year because they're doctors, and obviously they should be. Do you know who Entertainer of the Year is? Jason Cohen. I don't know this person, so I'm hoping you do because you have teenage daughters. Olivia Rodrigo. Do you know her? I think she's a singer. I think I know the name, but I don't know. No, I, I don't know. So Wow, that's Entertainer of the Year. I mean, I've heard the name, but I can't name a song she sings. I have no clue. Uh, I thought you were going to know this one. I was like, I'm not going to look it up. Dr. Cohen's going to take it up. He knows no, more know. pop than I do. I know nothing. It's pretty lame. All right. Well, maybe you can guess. They also had athlete of the year. You know who that was? Yes. Tell me. I'm thinking tennis. No, it's actually gymnastics. Gymnastics. Okay. Who is it? Simone Biles. Uh, that's, that's, that was a good, that was, yeah. Very yeah. cool. So yeah. that makes, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. But if you had a choose. We talked about her. We yeah. We about her and that she needed to take time off for her uh, mental wellness. And, and we commend her for that. And, right. and it's something that, you know, obviously it's totally okay when someone has a fracture of their leg to take time off, but it's taboo, but becoming less taboo now, thanks to her a little bit saying, Hey, I need to take time off for my, for my wellness. Yes, which I'm sure she's never done, right? Because she practices every day of her life or most days of her life. So I, yeah, I commend her too. I have no problem with that. But since we don't know who Olivia Rodrigo is, I'm sure she deserves to be entertainer of the year. But let's let's just say who we, we would want our entertainer of the year to be based on the people that we know. Ooh, Lauren, that's, wow. You didn't prep me at all on that one. I, I, gotta, I gotta just pull it out, eh? Who is your favorite actor of the year? Do you have a favorite actor? Of the year? Mm-hmm. Or I guess it could be a singer. It could be anyone. You saw J-Lo and Ben Affleck at the basketball game. Maybe they right. made an impression on you. Yeah, they're not entertainers of the year, though. Um, let me think. Give me a minute. Do you have someone? One of my favorite performances was Kate Winslet in Mayor of Easttown. You know who I think is killing it is um, just in general is um Gillian Anderson. <gasps> That's a good one. She's killing it. Oh, uh, although good very one because under, yeah, because you want to do multiple things. Yeah, yeah, she is under the radar. That's a good that's a good entertainer of the year. She's killing it. Yeah. Because she won for the crown and then sex education. She's my favorite character. All right. Now I want yours. I want your your entertainer of the year. I just told you Gillian Anderson. I know, but now I want to take your answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'll let you borrow. Well, do you have any other like people you think should be recognized besides doctors and nurses as heroes of the year? 
Have you seen anything heroic in your personal life? My kids. I think the kids, I think kids are, should be the people of the year. These kids had these, the worst two years, you know, kids age 10, 10 to 17, or all kids had had the hardest two years with quarantine and COVID and just that period of a kid's life is hard enough as it is. And then, and then to be become socially isolated and I don't know, my kids and all kids and, and, uh, well, so I'm interested in that, but I remember you said your youngest daughter actually was okay with being home and like, wasn't excited to go to school. Now she's in school. She's got a boyfriend. Is she like, liking it more like what how was that transition for her it's not so much that she i mean academically she did great uh via zoom um but i think the reason why she didn't necessarily want to go back to school is the same reason as all these kids is that they forgot about how to be a teenager and how to socialize and it's a lot easier to some degree not to have to deal with other kids and peer pressure and this and conforming and and doing all of that and fitting in and finding friends. I think that's the reason a lot of kids were like, no, nah, I don't want to go back to school. I think it, it was because it was scary. It was really scary. And, and I think in the beginning, it was very scary for all kids. And then, but yet what I noticed with my kid is, and that's why I think she's one of the bravest people I know, is she deliberately, as did a lot of her friends, put themselves out there and kind of found people right away and, and kind of uh, put themselves out there and, and God, they're, they're so brave, all these kids. And, and I mean, yeah, I agree with you. And I'm very impressed with your, your youngest daughter for like, like she's in a new school too, right? New school, everything. That's and, hard. And that age is, is the hardest age, you know, the, those teen high school years, you know, that's, that's what all the movies, all the movies are about. The, the that period of time you know all the all the john hughes movies so i know that's what i would never want to go back to being a teenager or like relive your teenage years that sounds terrifying actually i would but uh um, well you had i got, you I got had, you lived in new york city yeah and i got lucky I, I think a lot of it is luck i i had this amazing group of friends that to this day are still my friends um they're like my brothers and and um We've had a few of them on the show. Yes, we've we've had some on the show. Yeah. And so I, I got lucky. And and I think that's that's what got me through high school is, is having that group of friends. Yeah. My grandmother, who we talked about on a on an Instagram post, how she used to take if I had a cold, she would take my cold and put it into my grandfather. <laughs> funny, funny thing. Um, but she used to say to me, Anytime I was over there, she'd get all quiet and she'd say, Jason, all you need in life is just one friend. And it was, and it was, and I was lucky. I had a lot of friends, but she always used to tell that to me. And it really is great advice. You know, that's, that's all you really need to get by in life is kind of one solid friend. Yeah. No, I like that. I have, I mean, I have more than a few friends, but I I have one friend that's been my friend forever and i i do think that's true she's helped me get through everything and me I, i've helped you get through yes and you're my friend there you go and you're my friend nice 
Well, we're ending this on such a cheesy note. I feel like we can't do that. Well, should we discuss that because of you? I watched, we we binge watched the series. Yes, let's discuss it because I overhyped what I thought was the show of the year. They don't have that category in time. Um, But I thought was White Lotus. Definitely not the show of the year for me, by no means. Mm -hmm. But it was entertaining. And the characters, you loved them and hated them. And Steve Zahn was great. And what's funny, watching him in this serious father role, knowing, wasn't he from Back to the Future or no? No, he was in, I'm trying to think of a movie you would know him from. That, um... Uh, the Tom Hanks boy band one, the Tom Hanks directed it. He's that in that thing you do. That thing you do, yeah. yeah. But he always had silly, silly roles. Like he was always the silly guy. And yeah. this was kind of like the nice, serious dad. The weird part of that show for me, there were two really weird things was how graphic it was. In the in the first episode, he's lifting up his penis and looking at his testicles. Right. Which I think that was a prosthetic penis. I remember reading something about it. That's what I've been wondering too. I'm pretty sure it was prosthetic, but it was, was it really necessary? Like other than the fact that it's like in my head, seeing this penis and testicles was, I don't, I don't know if I needed to see it. I don't know if it added. I mean, I guess there's a certain shock that, that the director is like, ha ha, look what I showed. But um, it was interesting. It, it didn't make a few entertainment headlines. That's for sure. Right. Um, That could have been the reason for it. I, I don't know. As a female, I'm just so used to like females always having to be the nude ones that I'm like, okay, I'm like, well, now it's time for the guys to show us balls. But I mean, yeah, I agree with you generally that we don't need that much. We don't need that kind of stuff. Right. And they don't show vagina. Right. Right. It's it's usually boobs and butt, you know. Yeah. But I feel like mostly it's always the women getting naked. So that is very true. And and like the only other naked penis um is jason siegel and what was that forgetting sarah marshall was that it no yes i, I really like that movie he just thought he would go full frontal he wrote it so right right and then so that was a weird part and the other part was showing the guy take a poop in the luggage like they actually showed, i had to look away from that i had to look away they actually showed the poop coming out of yes. his butt um, and did they really need to do that also like they they didn't really need to show the poop exiting the butt. No, but I, th- I think it was just, yeah, supposed to be raw, like how people are behind closed doors or like. No, I know, but he still could have squatted sure. and we would have known what he was doing. No, I then, agree with that because I have a, yeah, a weak stomach. So I looked away during that. No, I don't have a weak stomach. I'm just like, really? You know, do, <laughs> do, did we need that? I, I don't know. So you weren't looking at it as a doctor being like, oh, it's healthy. No, I was looking at as a doctor wondering, is he really sitting there pooping or is that like a fake thing? That's what I was wondering. Is this is this him really pooping there or not? Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, wow, he didn't even have to wipe. Those were my weird, <laughs> bizarre thoughts right. um, for, for that part. So it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Well, the Golden Globe noms just came out, which I guess they're not televising it this year for some something the golden trouble for um which is fine but my aunt likes to do like a pool so she always sends me the list like see who can get the most right and the Uh, white lotus was not 
not nominated for very much. So I might, um, yeah, maybe I just think it's better than uh, other. No, it got a lot of hype though. Oh, the other thing I wanted to ask you is your mom went on the Ellen show. Yes. And you did. And she was there for the 12 days of Christmas episode. She was. So what did you didn't tell me what she won? You didn't tell us what she won. She won a trip to Mexico. Um, Wow. Yes. So it's like five nights in this luxury resort. I mean, she has to pay taxes on it, but it's like pretty much free. So the flight is included and the hotel. I'm not sure. I don't know if the flight's included. I think maybe not. And she also won some kind of new toaster that's supposed to be the end thing. Ellen's facial care product line, which I didn't know she had, and a vacuum that is also a mop, which I'm not seeing in action. So I, I can't promote it. Wow. Interesting. All right. Well, that's it, everyone. Let us know who you think should be hero of the year times person of the year. Anything you want to tell us, let us know. And uh, hopefully 2022 is going to be a a better year, but I've seen some fun posts on Instagram. Everybody saying, let's not get too crazy about 2022. Let's let's (laughs) kind of take it slow and, and hopefully it won't be too bad. Hopefully it won't be too bad. That's the (laughs) That's the optimistic (laughs) approach, everybody. So thanks for joining us at Gross Anatomy. All right. Thanks everyone. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.